Annie, no Annie, Annie, no Annie, no Annie. No Annie. No Annie. Mars Attacks was... I hate that movie so much. So bad. <laughs> Mars Attacks. Go back to Mars Attacks. Misa, your friend. It's a me. Misa, your friend. Shut up, Jar Jar. Nobody likes you. Nerdy, unqualified, and probably indistinguishable from rambling. Welcome to the A&D Show. Welcome to the AD Show. I'm David. I'm Austin. And we have a show for you. Yes. An episode of the thing that we do where we talk about things and people listen to it. And today in theory, is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. The whole wide world. Don't you dare close your eyes. The thing that was the glorious 1990s. 1990s. So we thought we were brainstorming for today's episode. We thought, let's talk about the 90s, because we were both alive and thriving through the 90s. I was definitely thriving through the 90s. The, the, the 90s, for me, that would have been, for my, I would have been between 5 and 15. Prime time to be me was the 90s. The 90s would have been, for me, my first entire decade of life. I was born in 89. You're such a baby. <laughs> I you're how literally you, I, three years older than I me. I forgot how young you are. You're Chill. Pra- you're practically a child. <laughs> so we thought we would talk about that. But before we get into it, there has some news, some tech news that we really need to discuss. Yes. Motorola. Samsung. Uh, uh, Sa- uh, sorry, Samsung. Wait, Wait right. didn't Motorola buy out Samsung or vice versa? No. Are they not the same uh, thing? No. Uh, who bought Mot- Motorola? Samsung. Microsoft bought Motorola, I thought, because Microsoft oh, was pushing yeah, their maybe. Windows phones. They wanted their Windows phones still, but they, all they wanted was, was Motorola's technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but they the wanted Razor. Keep, they, wanted, they wanted to keep the Windows phone alive, but then they decided not to. But I, I, I think Motorola is still a thing, but I think Microsoft owns it, I think. Yeah, I heard they were going to come out with a new Razor a couple years ago, and then the rumors died away, nothing happened. Anyway, so Samsung came, came out with a brand new phone, and it warrants some talking about because... It's um, pretty groundbreaking. It's called the Fold, the Samsung Fold, and it is the new, like, supreme premium phone that they have out. And, we're, and, and the, the price of it is staggering, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Before we get there... Lenovo bought Motorola for the record. Lenovo. Sorry. Okay. The, Let's the, interrupt you. The really robust laptop company, right? Yeah. Yeah. Globe killers. Yeah. Like, like hey, the, is, that, is that the new Lenovo you got there? Come on now. Yeah, it's about sixty-five pounds. Nobody cares about. <laughs> it's made of solid do titanium. You, do, do you like? Do you like carrying a cinder block on your shoulder? Well, have I got a deal for you? Buy Welcome Lenovo. to Lenovo. <laughs> I always wondered what those stupid little red. Do you remember the Lenovo laptops? They had that little red. It was like a trackball. Like yes. And like, I never understood what the point of that we was. We had uh, uh, the company. The, the company that I work at, that you work at. Uh, there was a guy that specifically requested that stupid little button thing for the for the. He requested he, it. Oh, he had to have it, and he was some bigwig coming in, and he had to have this this little stupid little button thing. He lasted he about it? yeah. He, he lasted about three months before he got fired because he was a complete jerk. <laughs> Let's say his name cool. so we can bleep it out. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> his name is. <laughs> so okay, so Samsung came out with a new phone. It's called the Samsung Fold, and there's a couple of things that I really wanted to bring up to you that we haven't talked about. This, this is fresh conversation, um, but 
first of all, it's pretty cool, right? It's it's a it's a you know regular handheld phone. It's got a four point whatever inch screen on the front, which I think is equivalent to what the iPhone three was or something like that. Yeah, four point three inch diagonal. It, 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 it's a small front. It's a screen. small front screen, but the the idea is that the phone opens like a book and latches itself open and the entire inside of the phone is one big screen a 7.3 inch diagonal screen i think it's in a 4 point or 4 by 3 ratio aspect ratio it is a 7.3 inch screen when, yeah. it's, when it's folded out but it's a it's a big old tablet basically and it's a it's a tablet and a phone in one it is it is a it is a complete definition of what a phablet was supposed to be and i think it's awful I, I, listen, I, I, at one point, I was very excited about this phone. I thought this would yeah. be really awesome. And the more I've seen it, just like mm-hmm. like just design wise, yeah, I mean, there's it's some ugly. cool there's some cool things about it, like the idea that a a liquid retina or whatever it is touch screen can be folded. What is it? Organic LED or yeah. something like that? That it can be folded that tightly. And then reopened and lack, locked in place, latched in place, and it can be used like a regular tablet. Right. Uh, that is really cool technology. The hinge system that they've built into it is really neat to see. They said, yeah, they said that they said that it, it, it was thoroughly tested that it yeah. can, it can you know you know it can withstand thousands upon thousands of folds. But that's the problem. Is it is it is it? So what you're telling me right now is that basically, if you think you know you, you know you know if you know phones now are getting thicker or, yeah. or, or thinner, mm-hmm. okay, the smaller the better. So. Take like two phones and just put them together like a sandwich. Yep, that's what'll be in your pocket. Right. We'll take two iPhone tens. Right. No. Well, no. It would basically be two iPhone. Like let's just say the iPhone four. I think is about the right, right. size. And put two right iPhone fours. Right. Put them together. It's a little bit thinner than two of them right. stacked together. And that's that's where the problem lies. Is that I think that I. I it, it it just looks ugly. Yeah, you know, it's you know, not you know, a great... I, right. You know, I watched some videos of you. You know, going from the 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 candy bar to the to the open fold. Yeah, and it doesn't look good. Yeah, it, it does look fluid. It looks like, like it's been like, designed well. It's just right. Like I like I appreciate I appreciate the 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 idea of you know I want to be groundbreaking. I want, you know the, the right. first to do this. That doesn't mean that it's good, right? Well, and oftentimes it is bad. It, history is borne out. Oftentimes, that the first one is the is the worst. Right, the first is the worst. But I, I will say that I did look at the uh, that the uh, at the Samsung uh, Galaxy S10 Plus. Yeah, that's that the one with the pinhole camera. Yeah, that phone's yeah. sexy. It looks good. It looks like it's really competitive, yeah. and maybe has even trumped the iPhone 10s. They, yeah, they say Max. that. They say that that, that spec wise it is better. The cameras are better. Um, you know, I'm I'm an Apple guy. So yeah, same. I, I, you know, you know, I won't. I, you know, I used to be a Samsung guy, and 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 you know, I, I there are aspects of Android that I that I miss. I miss the customization. I miss the way mm-hmm. that you could, you know. What well, I think I think one thing I miss about 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 Android phones were the widgets. I love the widgets. Yeah, you know, I loved having you know on your home screen you can yes. have the weather and all yes, that kind of and stuff. and I loved yeah. that. I did like that. You know, and that that that's my biggest complaint with 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 iOS is a lack of widgets. Yeah, but. You you know if you just swipe all the way over you've got all the widgets right there in the same, in the row so it, you know it is what it is right you know but the, there are things that I missed about Android but I don't know that I'll, that I'll ever go back you know my you know you know you know my my iPad my watch my mm-hmm. phone mm-hmm. my computer at home my wife's MacBook mm-hmm. they're all connected right you know so now if I change now I've got to change everything that I do 
to to, to accommodate to line the new platform, yeah, right? Yeah, just just you know, just for the new for the new Galaxy phone, it looks great. You know, you know, you know, if you're an Android person, I think you'll love the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, you know, every, every, everyone's going to the all screen. Everyone's getting rid of of of, 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 of haptic buttons. So embrace it early. Get yep. you know, get it on the train. Uh, One of the things that I saw in a review of the is it the 10s plus? Uh, just the the 10. 10 plus. 10 plus. 10 plus. The 10 plus. One of the things I saw in a review of that I thought was really cool was the they have the one of the reasons why they're able to make a pinhole camera versus a notch like almost every other phone is doing at this point for the facial recognition unlock feature is that they have actually figured out a way which is really neat and we're going to come back to the fold here in just a second because there's a couple more things I want to talk about but um, it's really cool because they've actually figured out a way to embed a an, a thumbprint sensor into the screen that not right. only detects it not only images your thumbprint but it'll actually detect the depth of your thumbprint ridges, which and is so incredible. It's, it's incredibly secure, um, which is cool because then you know one of the concerns was well what if somebody has my fingerprint. And they put it on there. You know, someone, yeah, it won't be yeah. detected what as a fingerprint. Off, yeah, right. What if somebody cuts, cuts off my finger mm-hmm. and impersonates me? Right, which is really gruesome to think about. Well, but you never know. Life happens. Anyway, it, and it, it's got this really cool animation. Whenever you put your thumb on it, it creates this ripple. It makes it almost look like the screen is liquid and it wobbles or whatever. It's pretty cool. Anyway, back to the fold. So the fold has, is out. It's been well. It's not out. It's been. Um, Shown to the public. Yeah, it comes out uh, next week. No, two weeks. Two weeks yeah. away. Which is staggering that a foldable out, yeah, LED out on, screen is... Yeah, the Thursday. It comes out on the... No, Tuesday. It comes out on the, I think the 5th. Cause it, it, I, I, phones, are, phones are released on Tuesdays. Yeah. So it'll come out on the 5th of... Of March. Uh, of March. Yeah, which is just literally less than... Yeah, it's 12 days away. Yeah. Yeah, less than from two today. weeks. From today. 11 days from time of this podcast debuting. Yes. But yes. Uh, so... Um, but the interesting thing was a couple of really cool things. Did you watch the the developers conference video? Did you watch how awkward it was whenever nobody was clapping the entire time and the guy was he like the guy was just like waiting for claps? And I was just it reminds me of of, of Jeb Bush, yes, uh, 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 you know you know campaigning uh, two years ago when it's like please clap, like it, right. it, it had that same feel where it's like I I just feel like. I I don't know, man. I think the I I think the phone's ugly, and I don't think anybody cares. I the phone's two thousand dollars. That that's the kicker. I'm watching this, and I'm thinking, well, this would be and this would be a great experimental, you know, experience shift from mm-hmm. an iPhone or even right. from another another Android to go with this foldable screen. And then they said, and this phone, and he was talking it up about it being a premium device, and he wasn't kidding because yeah. he dropped nineteen hundred and eighty dollars, and that's the starting price. Right. That's probably for the one twenty eight model. Well, actually, I think they only do. I only. I think it starts at five twelve. Well, still, yeah, it but better, better, but it still. better start at five hundred uh, gig gig of my hand two grand for two grand. It better come with a with a with a laptop with it too. Yeah. I, I I just feel like, you know, like I said, the 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 iPhone XS Max was a premium device. That was the first phone that I recall topping a grand. Right, and it only did so by fifty bucks. I think right. right? For the, for, the, for, for, for the entry model, mm-hmm. yes, you know, you know, you you know, you can buy the you know the five hundred twelve gig model and spend thirteen hundred dollars, but that is that you know you know you know that phone is that, that screen's massive. Mm-hmm. 
And what you're going to tell me right now is that, okay, so we're going to have this, this brand new phone. And it's really gimmicky. Yeah. And, and, and the thing, it's a gimmick. And it's, how long will it to, to me, it's like the Apple Pencil. Yeah. I had the, I had the, the, the Apple Pencil for approximately, I, I used it for approximately one hour. <laughs> And, and, and you and gave I, up on it, right? I love the idea, the idea of it. Yeah, I thought you know this would be really cool. You know, I, I can, I can, I can write whatever. Turns out my handwriting is garbage. <laughs> uh, that, that's not changed since third grade. My my Apple third grade report card, yeah. My third grade report cards always commented on you know he could use he could you know he could use, use improvement handwriting. Don't care. <laughs> I have a computer for that. Uh, but the point is, is that is that is that you know it, it, it's a gimmick thing. You know, you know, I think that you know, I think that. The sales of the of the Apple Pencil, whether it's the first gen or the second gen, right? It's a gimmick thing. Yeah. So, are people going to spend that kind of money on a gimmick? My answer is, I, don't. I, I I'm I'm willing to guess that this two thousand dollar phone will be probably one of the worst selling Samsung phones of all time. I would imagine so, and not just for the price. I think people just don't care. Yeah, and, I, well, and it's evidenced by their reactions. Right. I think it was that, almost like they were prompted to yeah. applaud. I, you know, I think that, 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 that if you're gonna have, if you're gonna have a foldable phone, number one, it shouldn't be four three aspect ratio. Yeah, that that, that that's the that's a problem. joke. You know, I, I mean, I guess you know, I guess if you're gonna watch the 1998 music videos, you can you're gonna be watch okay. Star Trek: The Next Generation yeah. in full HD. But I mean, I mean like <laughs> so I, I think that you know, if you're gonna do it, because because to me, you're gonna have a very small screen for. Uh, you know, for like movie watching, right? because 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 if you're if you're give, if you're given a four three aspect ratio, you know, think about you know think about your first DVD player on your you mm-hmm. know on your tube TV and white and, and, and having a what you know you know you know you actually picked up the widescreen model or model of the DVD from the video store <laughs> yeah and how mad you got because now your screen is like half the size yeah it'd be like that yep and I, you know I think that it'll be it'll be an absolute flop I think it'll be terrible I don't I don't like. I, at first, I was intrigued by it, and then yeah. just the more I watched it, I'm like, nope, this is not for me. Now, there was one thing about that developer's conference video that I was impressed by, and it had absolutely nothing to do with the phone. It had everything to do with that stage that he was on. Did you notice? Screen, that was cool. That it was like a 360-degree yeah. boxed-in screen, and it even went underneath his feet. I was feet with that. I was all, with that. It was awesome. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, forget this stupid foldable phone tell me more about this stage that That was awesome i got that that was awesome but that's the news in samsung phones uh so if you're looking to just waste two thousand dollars apparently you know go buy your go go pre-order yourself a you know a samsung fold because you'll hate yourself for it for the rest of your life but anyway so before we get into the rest of our podcast, this is a great time to do a throw out to our sponsor. We have a great sponsor, so take a listen to this message. Austin, did you know we have a website? Huh? I know, I know. I, I, I feel like we've talked about this before. We have? We have. At least every episode for the last several weeks. Tell me more. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have an episode. Wait, what am I saying? Podcast. Uh, did website. I have a stroke? Oh, we have a website. Uh, it's A-A-N-D-D-S-H-O-W dot com, the A-N-D show dot com. On the internet? On the interwebs. How do I get there? You From iTunes? To, yes, exactly. And you, yep, that's, yep. And our website has been brought to us and to our listeners by the one and only Wix dot com. Let me tell you a little bit about Wix. Wix. Please do. Wix is a great place. They sponsor our show, and they gave us a, they gave us the opportunity to partner with them and to build a website. And they set us up. And so what we did 
was we went on there and we created a website with their online web development tool. It took all of about two hours to start to finish. And that was with me developing a lot of the custom graphics myself. And we basically, we picked one of their thousands of professionally designed themes, applied it to our domain name that we got through them as well. And bada bing, bada boom, within just a couple hours, we had a great looking, fully functional website. And thank you to Wix for that. But the good news is for our listeners, you can start a website today yourself. Today? For free. Ooh, tell me more. I know, right? All you got to do, go to Wix.com and just do it. Just build it, hmm. and I'm excited about you... that. I'm intrigued by the '90s. Yes. No. What? That's the episode podcast. That's our. Oh no! Oh no! So anyway, go to Wix.com. All Hello. you have to do: go to Wix.com, sign up, create an account. You can start building your website today. It can be public, and if you want to have a custom domain and no ads or anything on your website, all it costs is like 14 bucks a month. Do it's it. a killer deal for a great website with everything you could possibly need. So thank you to Wix for sponsoring the A&D show. And you guys, you listeners, go check them out. Get yourself a website. Brand yourself. You know, put yourself out there. Also now, good advice for people, who, for young people going into relationships. Put yourself out there. Give yeah, it a put, shot. Put yourself out there. Listen, call her. Make a, web, make a website <laughs> designed, dedicated to her. Yeah. Call it. Listen, Susan, please go to promwithme.com. <laughs> and see if she likes it. She won't, but it's worth a shot. Yeah. But Wix can help you with that, with that design because... Yeah. and I guarantee you that domain name is available. www.leesofwegotopromwithme.com. Check it out, kids. Check it out at Wix.com. Now back to the podcast. And we're back. Thank you for that word from our sponsors. I guess from us about our sponsors. Anyway, you get the idea. Thank you to our sponsors. Did you unmute us? So, what did you just say? I thought, I thought you hit M for mute. Did you, did you unmute us? I didn't see you hit M. Did again. you just use a racial slur on our podcast? Mute. mute. I'm going to have to come back and believe that. I'm literally going to have to go in here right now and put a marker so I can go back and believe you. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, M is for marker. Dang. That's what, I mean, what did I say? I didn't use racial slur. Yeah. <laughs> What did I say? I'm gonna have to go back and listen. I'm gonna have to figure it out. I don't. I wouldn't use a racial slur at all. I'm a very good Christian boy. Sure, sure. We'll go with that. That's not true. That's not very <laughs> nice at all. I have him listen to this podcast. Probably not. Maybe we'll just take that little clip and we'll amplify it and we'll use that as the opener for our, oh, Lord. for this episode. Just on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the first episode we were gonna have to having something bleeped. I know. I can't believe I didn't, you. I didn't say anything inappropriate. I can't. I'm gonna. I'm, we're gonna find out after we finish this episode. So the 90s, huh? So the 90s. So okay. So we were talking about this earlier, just just in in jest, really. And um, we decided that talking about the 90s and the glory of the 90s. I miss the 90s so much. There's so much good that Man, happened I miss in the, the 90s. 90s. Gosh, I um, miss it so much. And so I thought it would be appropriate to bust out the. Let's just go. Let's just. What do you think was the number... What was your f- number one favorite movie of the 90s? My number one favorite movie of the 90s, there were a lot. There were okay? so many. For instance, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers featuring Ivan Ooze. Oh, yeah. The so river bad. of pink right. slime so underneath bad. the city sewers. You know, it's funny. when you th- th- These movies are great when you're a kid and yeah, you yeah. rewatch them. And they're trash. Oh, they're so bad. Yeah. Like, Batman and Robin was great. 
No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Bat nips. Bat nips. It's and, terrible. And uh, they they played a they played a little couple little jokes, uh, trying to be like the comic books, right? And to also as a throwback to the Adam West uh, run as Batman, and this one scene when Chris O'Donnell hops off of the bat boat or whatever onto this island. I guess they're going after Mr. Freeze and yes. it's like his hideout island or whatever. And he hops out onto the island and he realizes that the island is actually not an island at all. It's just a gigantic hunk of rusted metal. And so he literally <laughs> looks at George Clooney, Batman, and he says, holy rusted metal, Batman. And then he points and it's literally a bunch of rusty metal with holes in it. It was dumb. It was dumb. Cringe. Cringe. Terrible movie. Not only cringe worthy. But just literally cringy in in every aspect. I, you know, I, I don't know. But like, there were so there, there were so many movies that you know you came out and you looked at them and you really you, you liked them. Okay. Yeah. One movie that I was was probably my first foray into nerddom. Okay. That I loved, and to this day, if I watch it still today, it's amazing and hysterical and great. Okay, go on. Mars Attacks. <sighs> Is that the one with Pierce Brosnan where he gets his head cut off? Yes. Yeah, I remember that one. That Jack was a good Nicholson, one. Uh, Glenn Close, Natalie Man, that, Portman. That was the first time that I had a crush on Natalie Portman. Uh, Danny DeVito. Well, she in. would have been about fourteen in that movie, right? So, I was. So was I. I mean, I'd have been eleven. True. True. Mar- I crushed a- on her in Phantom of uh, of the what Annie. Was it? Annie. Yeah, that's what I was crushing. Annie. On. No, Annie. Annie. No, Annie. No, Annie. No, Annie. <laughs> Mars Attacks was... I hate that movie so much. So bad. <laughs> Mars Attacks. Go back to Mars Attacks. Misa, your friend. It's a me. Misa, your friend. Shut up, Jar Jar. Nobody likes you. I, I, I remember watching Mars Attacks and thinking that this is a really good movie. Like, the first time I watched it, I'm like, this is kind of dumb. Uh-huh. And I, you know, when you when you rent a movie, you got it for like a like two days at the time. Back then, back back in the nineties, when you rented the movie, it was for two days. So Man, I, I don't know what sure what movie store you're going. We got it for a week for a dollar. Yeah, if it's been there for a while, no, this, no, this, this is was, a new release. This was Twister came out in like what ninety five. Also know. a great movie. Well, great movie. And Martin uh, was great. I remember watching it the second time, and I loved it. The second time the, when they. I, I think I think I think what I liked what, what what I've always found funny was whenever the aliens got the dog, and they like they put like the 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 the, the lady's head. Yeah. They put they put I I thought I, I think it was 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 it Glenn Close's head Glenn Glenn Close's head on the dog, and it's hysterical, like it's it's absolutely amazing. It, the, the movie is just funny. Yeah, it um, was such a. I remember watching it, and I remember it didn't make any sense at all. It just felt like. It felt like uh, it was, it was Sarah just had a Parker's head on the dog. You're right. Would have been better on a horse. She has a horse's face. Hey. <laughs> Dear God. It's a long. <laughs> it's horse walks into a bar. Bartender says, hey, why the long face? Horse says, I'm a horse. <laughs> the, the horse says, my name is Sarah just like a Parker. <laughs> Want to give it me was, my own, was, own, my own such, HBO show? It was such a good movie. The movie was hysterical. It's so stupid um, that it was good. It was stupid and it was amazing. I mean, I mean, like the entire Naked Gun series. It. Jack Nicholson was the president. <laughs> it was amazing. I can't with him. 
I would say it's amazing. That's how they all talked, and it was great. There's so many. There's so many good moments already in this episode for our cold there, open. There, there were so many good movies in the '90s. Yeah, so many. Well, let me let me tell you. That's your favorite. Let me tell you my number one favorite. Now, now I have a list of like ten or twenty, dude. All right. I, I mean, I, I understand, but let me give you my number one favorite, and I think you know what I'm going to say. Anybody who's been listening to this podcast from episode one is going to know based on how many times I've talked about this particular franchise, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park was released to the world in 1993, and it's the best movie that that came out of the 90s. I've told you about the people I knew that they walked down the aisle to the Jurassic Park theme song, right? Yeah, we're at a wedding. You may now bite the head off the bride. I was was an usher in the wedding, and I'm walking her mom up the aisle, and I'm sitting there, and I hear this song. What the... What is that song? Wait, you I, were at the wedding? I'm at the wedding. I, I was an usher in the wedding. Oh, this wasn't like a wedding you saw on the YouTube? No, no, no. No, no. This is a real thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm in this wedding, and I'm like, I hear the song, and I'm like, this song sounds really familiar. Well, then you hit that, that Jurassic Park theme that everyone knows, that do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap, they're playing Jurassic Park. That's a bold move. Oh, it's weird. Either they're big fans, or they didn't know what they were... What kind of music they were picking I don't out. know, but it's amazing, and I find it to be hysterical. I still laugh at it this day. When I think about it, I still get very, very tickled about the fact that tickled. somebody used Jurassic Park theme as their as their wedding song. I couldn't, I, I couldn't use the Imperial March in my wedding. It's some baloney. I guess it's better than like Highway to Hell by ACDC or something. I mean, <laughs> it depends on the kind of person you're marrying. I've seen too. some marriages. Maybe you are. <laughs> so I think, uh, yeah, I think my personal preference. I mean, of course, you got to keep in mind. Almost every movie that I grew up on was made in the 90s. I mean, there's a good chunk of them made in the 80s and earlier even. But but you're talking you're talking about this two, I think two of the sequels to the Die Hard right. franchise, which I'm a huge fan of, came in the 90s. You're talking two of the now five and soon to be six Jurassic Park movies came out in the 90s. You're talking about... At least, I think only one of the Boondock Saints movies came in the nineties. Was it ninety nine? Ninety nine, yeah. But you're also you're also talking about you know huge cult classics like The Matrix that came out in ninety nine. Um, nineteen ninety nine was probably the best year for movies because you had the comedy gem, which I will I I I will openly say that this movie may be the funniest movie ever made. Which one? It's hysterical. It's Office Space. Office Space may be the funniest movie ever made. And it's not slapstick and it's not, but it's just the entire thing is so flippant hysterical from start to finish. It's been so long since I've seen that. I'm going to have to rewatch it. The, the, the opening scene in Traffic is hysterical. The, the, you know, every, inter- every interaction of the if you work in an office, every interaction in the office you have once a week minimum. Yeah. Every single interaction. Which is what, you know, bear, bearing in mind the this, this show, The Office, that came just a few years later, about a decade after that, mm-hmm. uh, you're talking about a show that was massively successful because of the cult following that it developed because of how similar it was to real life in The Office, which is true. Um, one other thing that you're talking about comedy, so many of the best com- comedic movies that that have ever been made came out in the 90s. Not to mention, we've talked about a few of them on our Christmas special series mm-hmm. back in December, talking about, you know, your Santa Claus series that started then. I think even 
was the Grinch in late nineties or was that early two thousands? I don't I don't I don't know if that was late. I, I think, think I think it was early 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 two thousands. I'm not really for sure. I think you're right there. But you're also talking about one of my favorites, um, the uh, liar liar Jim Carrey. Oh, liar liar, so almost good. his entire the peak of his entire career happened in the nineties. Was liar liar in the nineties? Oh yeah, was it really? Yeah, look I, that always, I always thought that was I always thought that, that liar liar was in the two thousands. No 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 no. I think it was like I think it was ninety eight maybe. Really? Yeah, that take, surprises take a look. me. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. That surprises me. I thought that that was. I I, I thought that, that movie was older. I, I, you know. You know. You know. You know. I'm looking at. You know. I'm looking at at ninety movies here, and there are so many. Okay, that mm-hmm. are just great. Half baked. Yeah. Half baked was hysterical. Independence Day. Ooh, come on. Ace Ventura. Indi- hold on. Pause for a second. Independence, Independence Day, Day was phenomenal. One of the best holiday movies ever made. ever made. So good. The sequel, not great. Not great. Good. So good. But not great. Armageddon. Uh, oh, yeah. Wayne's World. Oh, okay. Hold on right there for a second. That is the quintessential movie from my childhood. Wayne's World? Yeah. That was so like good. the first movie that my brother and I got to watch that was like risque. Right. And it was because of the innuendo. Like we watched it. We had no idea what they were saying. We just thought they were goofy and funny. It's hysterical. And kind of like Forrest Gump, right? right. Where you watch it as a kid, which also came out in the 90s, right? Forrest Gump? Yes. Um, you know, you watch it as a kid, and you're like, "This is awesome." And you go back and you watch it as an adult, and you're just like, what? "Ancient Chinese secret, right? <laughs> it's hysterical, right?" You had, you had uh, 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 Saving Private Ryan, Reservoir Dogs, Dumb and Dumber, uh, Truman Show, Space Jam, Heat, Usual Suspects, Dazed and Confused, mm. Blair Witch Project, Shawshank, Terminator Two. Terminator Two is phenomenal. Terminator Two. Terminator is, Two is groundbreaking. It's the best Terminator of them all. So good. Schindler's there a, List. There have been a lot, and there were all Mrs. Bunch of Doubtfire. Fight Club. Do you realize Pulp Fiction was also in that running? Yeah. Pulp Fiction is one of the biggest cult followings yep. of all movies Science, in the Science 90s. of the Lambs. Scream. Not to mention huge, huge blockbuster successes like Titanic. Seven, what came out in the 90s? Toy Story came out in the 90s. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is amazing. Uh, I mean, there's so many good movies. Seven. Seven's the movie that holds up. Seven, to me, I can watch Seven today, still today, and still get creeped out by Seven. I don't think I've even seen that one. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. I've I've heard about it, but I just wasn't really... Oh, David. It's not my style. David. You realize, though, also, The Sixth Sense, one of the creepiest and best twists at the end of a movie ever written, fell Spoiler in the alert. 90s. Bruce Willis is already dead. Yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, get your act together. You got the Home Alone, both the Home Alone original movie Lion with Macaulay King. Culkin. Like they're, they're, I mean, I mean, we could we could sit here and just name off ninety movies that are great for the rest of the podcast. Yep. I mean, there are so Saving many. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan was great. Yeah, iconic. Braveheart also in the nineties. You're looking at a decade from 1990 to 1999 that was just chalked. Full like a of million, some of the greatest yeah. movies ever made. There was like there was like a million like Nick Cage movies that were great. Yeah, Con like Air. The Rock. Oh, The Rock was so good. The Rock was great. The Rock was amazing. Is that the one that had Sean Connery? In yeah, it? Sean yeah. Connery. Happy Gilmore was in the was in the nineties too. Oh yeah, never back been when, kissed. When back when Drew Barrymore was attractive. Yeah, back when Adam Sandler before Tommy Adam Boy, Sandler went crazy. Which we used Tommy Boy for our for our last yeah uh, we did profile picture. If you haven't seen it, check it out on our Instagram. It is hysterical. Austin makes a fantastic fat man. You know, I really do. I'm really working on that. As as someone that is that is married and getting into his mid thirties, uh, it's getting worse. 
It's getting much, much worse. Your fatness? Yes. Well, just don't get let it get to that level. You'll be all right. I don't care anymore. Uh, I'm at the point now where my <laughs> wife can't leave me anymore. So she's kind of stuck with me. It's not gonna be, she, she's not going anywhere. She right. can't get better than this. Come on now. Oh, gosh. She I'm can. so glad she doesn't listen to this show. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Austin Powers came out. Austin that Powers. Ruined my childhood. That ruined my childhood. Any, anytime that somebody saw me, my name is, for, for those of you who know, my name is Austin. Oh, gosh. Um, I think we know that by now. If they don't know was, that, then why are they listening the to It was the worst this? part of my life was Mike Myers being Austin Powers because it's like, hey, Austin. Yeah, baby. I'm like, oh god! <laughs> Hope you get hit by a bus. Such an iconic, an uh, iconic it was movie. So bad. Though. It was so. It, it was just so. American History X also came out in the '90s. Do you remember that? That movie? had Edward Norton and uh, Denzel in it, right? No, Denzel. Well, no, not Denzel. Not Who? Denzel. It had uh, uh, Edward Furlong. Ah, uh, yes. The kid from Terminator. The kid from Terminator Two. Yes, yes, yes. American History X was was, was one of those movies that was incredibly hard to watch. Yeah. Um, all the curb stomping and all that junk. Ugh. But it was incredibly... Cringe. It, 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 was, it was an incredible story of somebody learning from their mistakes yeah. and, and, and understanding. And really, I mean, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, you know, you can look at it today and say... I'm thinking of Malcolm X. Yeah, you're thinking of Malcolm that X. Had, that had Denzel. Probably polar opposite movies. Yeah. Um, you know, American History X was, was was a great movie. You know, one of the things I think is interesting, we're in this, in, we're in an interesting season right now, right? Because we're, we are um, talking about the 90s and how influential the 90s have been on cinema when we're also sitting amidst one of the greatest decades of cinema still. Well, now, now when it comes now, to, oh. when it comes to law, well, let me, let me rephrase. The great, one of the greatest decades in film when it comes to long-running series, and right, I'll agree with that. I think that a lot of the a lot of the the movies that have been tried to do, you know, you know, m- movies that have been attempted that are, you know, startup movies like mm-hmm. brand new franchise attempts, mm-hmm. most of them have all fallen flat. Right. I mean, you got your dark universe stuff from uh, Universal with the right. Mummy that just, I mean. Was that good? Nothing. I never saw that. Was that good? Oh, I, I liked it. I've got it. You want to watch it? I've got yeah, it's on your Amazon. Let's I've pause. The, let's pause right now. And watch it. I've got I've got your Amazon account already. I'll just watch it later. I I, <laughs> I because, because see I'm 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 a Tom Cruise fan through and through. That short oh, yeah. man, he is crazy. He's a crazy short man. Oh man, he's a psychopath, but, but he's he a great actor. Act. Yeah, yeah, he can. He does some I don't, great I don't, movies. I don't know that I've seen a bad movie with him. Vanilla Sky wasn't good. It wasn't bad though. No, it wasn't bad. I didn't like it. It just wasn't a great movie, but he did a great job acting in it. Ooh, Face Off came out in the nineties too. Remember, oh, remember Face Off, man! I watched that the other day. That was back when Travolta and Nick Cage were just like you know, like the who's who, mm-hmm. and they were like both A list actors. What mm-hmm. went wrong, boys? Yeah, they all fell off the radar is so Travolta, hard. Is Travolta, Travolta even acting still? Oh yeah, yeah. He's in every. You know what's interesting is you look back at the nineties. You've got like your Zorro and Wild Wild West. You got all these actors that were big time actors. You know, Antonio Banderas and. And John Travolta and Nick Cage, and they were huge back then, right? Well, they've all pretty much taken the exact same turn career-wise. They ended up, because they're no longer physically fit, and they're no longer looked at as like the, you know, the sexy icon or of manliness or whatever that they were back in their heyday. So now they're just taking all these roles, whatever they can get their hands on. And um, Antonio Banderas has released like five movies that are all the same in the last like five Five or six yeah. months. Antonio. He's Mendes. basically he's basically this old security guard who 
lost his family or has nothing to live for and somebody does something against somebody that's innocent and he takes vengeance on him. Really? Pretty much. I, I, I'm just, I'm kind of shocked. Like all parodies of the story of the Equalizer. Like I'm trying to figure out like, which like, was great. Like all the movies that have come out and like, you know, you know, I'm looking, you know, I'm looking at a list of, of the, you know, the, 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 you know, the 120 most essential nineties movies. Okay. Yep. And I mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. I remember Fargo. Yes, they made so, a whole series based on it. Right. So Fargo came out in 96. <clears throat> and I remember watching that. I would have been 11 or 12 years old. Definitely too young to watch Fargo. <laughs> it was a different time back for me. My yeah. parents didn't care what I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, especially my dad. He's just like, whatever. It's on TV. I don't care. Uncle. I remember watching, I'm watching Fargo and that wood chipper scene. Yeah. And I'm a kid and that just like... Scarred that you. scarred me. Mm-hmm. Not as bad, though, as a little movie called... Last Action Hero, also nineties, starring, starring uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I had nightmares. We heard nightmares about the Morton's fisherman dude, the guy wearing that 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 yellow that yellow rain slicker in that movie that was on, that was on the roof that was like throwing the axe. I don't remember that. Yeah, okay. I just watched that movie the other day. I don't remember that. There was the, 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 that that was the bad guy in Last Action Hero. He was he was wearing like a like a like, like a rain slicker. I'm almost certain of it. I swear, if I'm just having nightmares about the Morton Fisherman, that's really going to ruin my day. And he's not even in the movie. Like I'm you're just making it up. I'm, no, no, no. I, I mean, it's not literally the Morton's Fisherman. It's not really the same guy, but he looks like the Morton's Fisherman. So every time I see the Morton's Fisherman, I always get worried because <laughs> that's somebody's going to throw me. an axe at you. I always remember, like I remember this guy. It was guy, the guy in the roof that had like no his all his all face was all janky. That guy, oh. he, had, he had he had like a rain suit on the roof. Okay, and I remember now. Ex. Yeah, and when I was a kid, like that was I mean I mean that was like a family film that was supposed to be like a fun little like look at this kid you know this kid's living his dream he's you know with the action hero yeah and then there's this like axe axe throwing dude. I had nightmares about that dude for years. Like just like reoccurring, like I would just like like go to sleep and like oh here's the dude in the rain suit. That's such an interesting movie to have nightmares based on too. You know what? I sleepwalked. Leave me alone. I mean, my dad had nightmares about Jaws, like visceral nightmares about Jaws. He told me one time. Then dad, dad, don't get a waterbed, okay? Get get out the waterbed. He he told me one time that he, I don't, he might be listening to this. Dad, if you're listening to this, um, you know, I'm about to tell you the world your deepest darkest secrets. So I'm sorry, not sorry, but anyway, he told me one time that he watched Jaws. I think he was like 13 when it first came out back in the 70s or something like that. And he was watching Jaws and went to bed and had like a this crazy like waking nightmare where he woke up and he was laying in his bed floating in the middle of the ocean. Like, like the bed was floating? And yeah, like-, like he was on his bed floating in the middle of the ocean. And he just like he had to wake up. He woke up because he had to go to the bathroom. So he just swung his feet over the outside of the bed and put him down. And as soon as his feet touched the water, it all disappeared. And he was in his room again. My dad up. apparently was on LSD. I don't know. And so he gets up and he walks through the door to his bathroom or to the hallway where his bathroom was. And he said that he saw a giant shark mouth, a gape, jump out at him. IRL, as the kids say these days, in real life. Like a giant shark bite around him, and he just kept on walking. And he was like, "Whatevs, not today, Satan." When I was a kid, I would have been probably probably in the nineties. I slept walked real bad. We were on a church trip. Really real stories with Austin and Dave. I was on a church trip, and uh, <clears throat> I don't know, I don't know if anybody that was in my hotel room listens to this podcast. Probably not. 
And we were in uh, we were in Texas. We were at Yoli Tejas. We were at we were at, we were at a hotel. We were, we were on on our church choir trip. And I remember uh, my friend Brittany. It was it was her dad's hotel, um, and so we stayed there. And the red, I remember the Red Roof Inn. No, it was a nice hotel. And so <gasps> I, uh, I I I sleptwalk really bad as a kid. Um, I sleepwalk occasionally still, but I don't think I've sleptwalked in the last few years. Thankfully for Haley's sake. Um, <laughs> But I remember I walked over to the corner of the room, and I went. Well, well I, I had to go to the bathroom, so I so I walked to the bathroom, and I was going pee. Turns out the bathroom was apparently the corner of the room, as I'm standing against the wall with my hand against the wall, like I'm at a urinal, just peeing all over the wall. <laughs> so my friend goes, my friend goes, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I go, "Huh? Oh, that's you're peeing, <laughs> peeing on the wall." And so I'm in this hotel. And he goes, clean it up. So I sleepwalk over to the bathroom, and I get a towel and lay on top of it and go back to bed. And leave it there for the for housekeeping. I don't know why that happened and why I thought about that. I was just thinking about your dad just, you know, sleeping and going to the bathroom. I just, I, I, I felt like that happened in the 90s, so I, just, so I just shared that story about me sleepwalking and well, that if, you're, if you're listening to this podcast, take uh, take heart in knowing that no Could matter worse. no matter how bad your situation was as a as a kid, uh, Austin's story is way more embarrassing. Really bad. So I was thinking, Austin, we're talking about the '90s. We're talking about all the great movies from the '90s, but we're we're also in this era where one of the biggest, most successful film franchises of all time is still going on, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Huge. Who goes up forever? And has got some serious momentum. Doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon. Well, um, why should it? If people are going to drop a billion dollars for every movie, I wouldn't make movies either. Right. It, I mean, until it becomes trash like Batman and Robin, I'd keep plopping those bad boys out. Yeah. So, and Never, of course, with the with the Disney-Fox merger coming up, they're setting themselves up really well for at least yeah. another decade or more of right. movies. And one of the things that's interesting is I saw a an, an article on uh, the the interweb the other day talking about... What 90s hot, stylish, whatever actors would have played the roles of the Avengers had the movie been made in the 90s? Right. And I thought we'd talk about that for a second because that's a really interesting thought um, because they had people like Tom Cruise slated to play Tony so, Stark, Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, so, so, so the article you're talking about came from Geek Tyrant. Yes. So they basically had everyone lined up. So they had Tony... Or, or, Tony Stark was played by Tom Cruise. Eddie Murphy was Falcon. Brad Pitt is Thor. David Duchovny is the Hulk. Which is fantastic. Denzel Washington is Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Ben Stiller is Ant-Man, which fits. Alicia Silverstone, hello. Hello. Scarlet Witch. Michael J. Fox is Spider-Man. Brendan Fraser is Star-Lord. Keanu Reeves is Doctor Strange. Sharon Stone is Black Widow. Leonardo DiCaprio is Captain America. Johnny Depp is Hawkeye. Dolph Lundgren is Vision. <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. is War Machine, and Sandra Bullock is the Wasp. It makes you think: Would you have made any changes to that? Now, I would, and here's why. I do have a few myself as well. I've got a bunch. Number one, uh, Brendan Fraser, you're out. Sorry. Who did they have him playing? Uh, they had him playing Star Lord. Uh, he didn't. He didn't have. I don't think he has enough. Enough. Enough charisma and chops. To, but did you? I, did you not think that his role in the Mummy would have warranted no, warranted him? No, that? I didn't. I didn't like him in the Mummy. I also really? didn't like. I also didn't, didn't like a Monkey Bone. 
It was terrible. Okay, Monkey Bone was horrible. It's a bad movie. Now, I'll tell you what was a good movie with him was uh, Bedazz- or Bedazzled. Bedazzled? But that's only because I had that one lady in it. What's her name? Nicole Kidman? No. <laughs> no. She's like British or something. She was my other junior high slash high school crush. Elizabeth Hurley. She was in Austin Powers. Mm. Elizabeth Hurley was in that movie. She was... Uh, you know, if 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 Haley and I wouldn't have worked out, it probably would have been Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> also, I would have had to have been a little bit whatever. I think that that you, you can make it work. I, I, yeah, I mean, casting Tom Cruise as Tony Stark clearly the right choice. Um, I probably would have put, I probably would have put. Uh, What's his name? I, I probably would have thrown Vin Diesel in there somewhere in his youth. I guess, I, yeah, because Fats Furious, no, because that's, that's Furious didn't come out until the thousands. But I think Pitch Black was in no. the 90s, which was nope. fantastic. Pitch Black wasn't, no, Pitch Black was after Fast are, and Furious. Are you sure? I am positive. Trust me. Fast and Furious was, was Vin Diesel's first big movie. I'm telling you right now, I know that for a fact. Okay, well, maybe not Vin Diesel. I would have put Bruce Willis in there for sure. You got, I, I'll agree with that. I might have put. You know what? I would have put Bruce Willis as Thanos. No, I would have put Bruce Willis as. I think Bruce Willis would have been a great. Would have been a great Star Lord. Uh, he's a little too. He's a little too meh. He doesn't have the charisma. Rude. Owen Wilson might might have made a good Star Lord if he'd beefed up a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. The the, the I, I think the problem would have been was that was that stars in the nineties weren't like. I mean like. The regiment that, the, that, that some, some of these actors have taken now for some of these roles is insane. Oh yeah, they're getting all jacked. And like stuff. I think about uh, you know I think about uh, 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 um, like like Ryan Reynolds, okay, mm. for instance, the first time that he played uh, uh, what movie was he in? Origins. He was in Origins, playing as Deadpool. Yeah, the the crappy Deadpool. Yeah, we don't. The, he we don't, we don't talk about we yeah. don't talk about that one. You know, I think about uh, you know you know you know you know, I, you know I've seen pictures of uh, of uh, of uh, I'm, I'm drawing blanks on, on all that on on all, on all the MCU characters of uh, uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. Yeah, like I mean, like these guys are cut. I mean, like insane. I don't think that you know you know like I think about George Clooney as Batman back in the day. Yeah, kind of lumpy, you know. wasn't even lumpy. He was literally just like Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton would. M- Michael Keaton is probably other than other than Christian Bale the best Batman. Oh yeah, Christian Easily. Bale. Christian Bale was great. Now I will say, I will say, Val Kilmer didn't do a horrible job. No, Clooney was terrible. He picked up fairly well yeah. from Keaton, but Clooney was hot, just hot take, hot trash, hot take. I think that I would put. Batfleck ahead of Val Kilmer. I think I'd put Batfleck as the third Batman. The third best? I think so. Batfleck is fantastic. I think he did He's a great no longer job. a thing. No, but Batfleck's I think gone. he did a great job. And here's the thing that I thought was awesome. Ben Affleck is not known for being a particularly physical actor in his Correct. movies. But the workout regimen that dude did to get shredded for that movie was nuts. I'll agree with that. And I will say... He played the Frank Miller Batman, which was the real dark, gritty Batman, which I thought, other than the the changes that they made to the Justice League to try to make it a little bit more lighthearted and goofy, other than those you know, edits and changes, 
his dark brooding, you know, beat the snot out of you kind of Batman. I thought he did excellent. Man, could you can can you imagine Denzel as Black Panther? That would have been phenomenal. That, oh, that, that'd yeah. have been great casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I think I think I think Ben Stiller would have been fine as uh you know, you know, you know would have been fine as Ant-Man. Duchovny, I guess, would have been okay. I'm not a fan of Duchovny. You are. I'm not I, a fan I'm of Duchovny. I'm a fan of I am not. I don't like him in X-Files. I, I don't. I just. And. I honestly, I think Duchovny I think, would think, probably have made Brad a better Ant-Man. I think Brad Pitt would have been a great Thor. Yeah. Um. I, I, I don't know that, that, that there's a whole lot of changes other, other, other than Brendan Fraser that I would have made. But Brendan Fraser was big then, so I get the casting. I understand that. Yeah. Um. I would put, um, I'd put Nicole Kidman in somewhere, too. I think I would have put Edward Norton somewhere in there as well. Edward Norton was already the Hulk. You could have just kept him as the Hulk. Well, right. But I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm talking in th- in this specific scenario here. Yeah, yeah. We already discussed. You know, Eddie Murphy would have been fine. I think it's a Falcon. I guess Eddie Murphy was bigger than I think. I think back then Eddie Mur- Eddie Murphy would have had a bigger role than just yeah, the Falcon. probably. He might have. Been- you know, I was actually thinking about it, and I think he might have been a better. He would have been a good Star Lord. I think he might have been a better. Because he had the com- uh, Black Panther, because he's got the whole he can do the whole uh, African accent thing. He did that, that one. Coming, coming to America, coming to America, such a good movie. They're Great making movie. a new one. I'm so excited about it. They're making they're, they're making a sequel. Oh really? I can't wait. Is he going to be in it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he hasn't acted. So in a long Arsenio, time. I think he hasn't acted in a long. Oh, time. So good. But that's so that's a really cool glow. that's a really cool like thought experiment, and and I'm sure we can explore this again, and we can do another episode on this. What were, the, what were the what were the trends of the '90s that you miss? Trends like trends. fashion, yeah. Or, what uh, I miss jorts. I was, I was never allowed to have them. Just jorts, Jinko jeans. Oh yeah, I wanted a pair of Jinkos so bad. Those like, like four foot deep pockets. Yes, and like the the, the, the the ornate embroidery all yeah. over. Yeah, and the legs are so wide they cover up your they cover up your entire foot. Oh yeah, I never had a pair either, but I wanted some. I wanted a pair so bad they were expensive. We were poor. We couldn't afford Jinko jeans. There was a brand of jeans. I would take my jeans and like cut down like the leg of them to like make them go over my shoes. Yeah, me too. Back whenever I had, you know, back whenever I, I had the sweet three stripe Adidas's. That do they mm. make those still? I think those are yeah, back in do. style now. No, they still make them. I saw them the other day at the shoe store. Oh, the three stripes. They were classic. Every like every like 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 rock kid wannabe wore those shoes. Let me ask you this: If you were given, if you if you were given the opportunity to go into a uh, like a clothing store that had shoes and clothes mm-hmm. and that kind of paraphernalia and stuff. That was everything, every down to every single detail, period accurate to the peak of the nineties, but you had to pay $50 to get in and then everything was astronomically expensive, but you had an unlimited budget. Would you do it? I mean, I mean, I mean, I've, I've, I have an unlimited budget. Sure. Of course I would. Would you do it even if you were only you couldn't afford to buy anything, but you could just go in and see it? Absolutely not. You wouldn't pay fifty dollars to step back in time. I'd go, no, I'd I'd, I'd I'd go go on Google and find pictures. Find pictures. Listen, I the nineties weren't good to me. Okay, I was a yeah, nerdy yeah. kid. I've got pictures to show that I used too much hair gel. I got pictures yeah. to show that I cut my hair too short. I had like hashtag had like buzz cut acne and um, plus. My favorite thing about the 90s that is no longer a thing, but also the thing that made me so mistreated in the 90s was jorts. Oh, jorts. Nothing nothing better than a nice pair of baggy old jorts. Uh, Am I right? My dad. My, my, my dad wears jorts. And I, I try to break my dad. Why don't you wear like your cargo shorts, your khakis? Think, think, think back to the, the 
I had a pair of jorts back in my in my nineties. Not surprised. Life you had jorts that weren't just jorts. They were they were like work pant jorts Ooh. with the whole the whole loop for the hammer. Yeah, I can I can picture you working on a job site. Yeah, you're right. With Give my me long, a hard hat and everything. My my mid shin white socks and my white uh. you know too tight strapped on do, shoes and do everything. You, do you remember whenever like the no show socks became a thing? Yeah, I do, but I do remember that they were expensive and they were rare. My mom and said so they were gay socks. I we, wear them. Yeah, I was well, not aware of those socks. So like, what we had to do, and you might say, "Mom, that whenever I wore red, whenever I wore red skinny jeans, you called me a gay." Uh, <laughs> I love her to death. Do you remember taking your socks and folding them down on yes. your foot yes. to give yourself because a no show socks? I couldn't afford no show socks yeah. because we were poor. I, I, I make that joke a lot. I was joking the other day with somebody. Uh, we it had was the, probably me. Somebody somebody posted a thing online. So on Tupperware, but it was like three country crock buckets with yeah, lids. Yeah, yep. it's like it's like it's like you didn't grow up. It's a gently used yeah, on like, that. Yeah, like yeah, like you didn't grow up <laughs> in my family if you didn't use country crock and, and, and cool whip containers as Tupperware. Right, that was how you got by. No, mind Gladware back then. Come on. I mean, and you didn't just happen upon it, right? It was either a Saved given them. to you or b you earned that bucket. It was back in the day by eating. We had, the we had butter, we had bread, and butter. But well, was, every meal, was, every meal, you had bread and butter with every yeah. meal. Every meal you had, there was there was a bread and here I was a that. tube of country crock. I think I might go have some bread and butter right oh, now. Country crock, the country crock. I don't care if it, 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 if it is just vegetable oil. It's delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. It's great. And so it spreads so smooth. You can't make butter spread like that. No. Butter one, uh, you know, unless it's room temperature. Butter, butter ain't gonna spread like that. Yeah, I, I use hate, I use butter here. Like I'll make Haley, I'll make Haley toast. Like hey, we put some butter on that. I'm like how? I put butter on this. Just take the stick. Here's what I do. Just, I just take shove it on there. I just unwrap one into the stick of butter and I just let it sit on the bread until it melts. It's dumb. <laughs> dumb. It's just I have a, stupid. I have a stupid problem. Thing. I have a problem with anything that's not a country crock spread. Give me some margarine, y'all. Yeah, I can't believe it's not butter. Then I don't want it in my house. Yeah, I don't want. I want to be able to spread it. I want it. To, I want it. Because even even like spreadable butter, it's like this is spreadable. It's like no, it's not. Like no, spreadable it's not. cream cheese, like you liars. Yeah, whipped. You know they came out with a whipped peanut butter that was literally peanut butter. It was like. Eighty percent less peanut butter because it was airy, yeah. But it was supposed to be more easily spreadable, and it cost twice as much for like eighty percent less. People's dumb. Yeah, I've always wondered what it tasted like. Do you remember back in the another thing from the nineties was the multicolored ketchup? Do you remember that? Where they had like purple, I wanted purple ketchup so bad. I wanted green ketchup so bad, and I want all the colors. My dad said that I couldn't have it. Yeah, because it was expensive and. It was like a dollar more. It's like, it's just ketchup, Well, y'all. it was Heinz brand. That was the problem. You're paying for that name. Thanks, Arnold. Your stupid Heinz connections to your family and weirdness. It's true. <sighs> the 90s, man. The 90s, it's bro. beautiful. I miss it. It's the decade of dreams. I miss it so much. I guess we all, I guess we know now if we had a time machine right now, we'd just go back right back to the 90s. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe take a look. Take a look. Just a gander, and then come back. Because I would have like fixed all my weird traits. God, being so weird, you freak! <laughs> Stop putting like cryptic song lyrics and crap on 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 MySpace and Facebook. Stop putting stickers. Wait, was back? No, 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 no. MySpace was like two thousand one, two thousand three. Yeah. Stop, stop putting stickers for things that nobody cares about on your stupid little igloo lunchbox that nobody is, thinks is cool. Would you? Uh, and smells l- like listen, ham and listen. cheese all the time. Mm-hmm. 90s Austin, I got some advice for you. When you wreck your bike by the water department because you're <laughs> ramping over a speed bump and you fall on the ground and you cut your arm, don't cry like a baby. You're a man. Stop being a sissy. 
Shake it off. Rip some dirt on it. Figure it out. You'll be fine. You're not going to die from a cut on your arm. Mm -hmm. You cried like a baby, and I'm embarrassed for you. I cried a lot as a kid. I was a very sensitive little boy. Same. That explains why we have a podcast. I know. I got some advice for 90s me. 90s me, whenever you're sitting in that seat in the school bus and you're on your way home, but you're not quite there because you had to go past your bus stop to get to another bus stop to turn around to come back to your bus stop because that makes sense. And you're sitting there and the kid behind you is being a total jerkwad and he leans over the seat and hocks a loogie on your shoulder. Don't be crying about that junk. Just stand up and give him a knuckle sandwich to the face like he deserves. Oh, and also, also 90s Austin, when your sister wrecks her car. No, that's not, never mind. That's 2000s Austin. Crud. <laughs> Go ahead and tell him. Well, well, all right. When, whenever, whenever, when you sister wrecks her car in 2002, it's an 87 Monte Carlo, beautiful car. And she wrecks her car, and you're in the back seat. And the girl in the front seat, her head hits the windshield. She's okay. She's fine. She's bleeding a little. She's fine. And her hair is stuck in the windshield. And she's crying, saying, oh, no, my hair, my glory. Keep on laughing, because it's really funny still. <laughs> I got one for nine for for two thousands me too. We'll just do some really real confessions here for a second. Two thousands me. Whenever you and your brother are driving around in that sweet ride of a nineteen eighty four Toyota Corolla after having watched mm-hmm. that Fast and the Furious and trying to do all that drifting, don't do it. And then y'all accidentally hop over that telephone pole that you're using as a as a guide for the edge of your driveway, and you crush the underneath of that car. Don't that you you know what. If you're there already, you should just just kick yourself. Yeah. Because that's stupid. Or you could go back a little bit and stop yourself from making that dumb mistake because that was ridiculous. Ruin a car, huh? Also, that, that 1992 Ford Tempo that you're thinking is a real awesome, not so awesome. Get over it. <laughs> stop, changing your, stop, stop, stop changing your tape in front of the fire department and ruining a car, Austin. That's a bad idea. Yeah. Wow. It's got real real at the end. Very personal. Really real. Very personal. Really real confessions. With Dave and Austin. Beautiful. It's the A&D show. Confessions. Well, stick around because, ladies and gentlemen, we are nearing the precipice of the season finale. It's literally just around the corner. Our next episode in just a couple of weeks is the final episode of season two. two we weeks have made away it. for season two finale. We have done. Dun, dun. The cliffhanger we're going to leave you with will be phenomenal. Yeah. There's a great cliffhanger coming. Yeah, we do. It's a really good cliffhanger. You really got to start writing that. <laughs> it's a good cliffhanger. It's going to be huge. You're going to be wondering yeah. what's going to happen in the future. I'm wondering. It's a good one. It's going to be great. It's a good cliffhanger. It's going to be fantastic. So stick around. Get ready for that. It's going to be good. But in the meantime, stay classy, San Diego. Do we have any listeners in San Diego? Anchorman was from the 2000s. Dang it. Whoopsie. What is it the Boondock Saints say? The cool thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, they go, they go, a shepherd we shall be for thee, my lord, for thee. All power has descended forth from thy hand. Something, something. Eating Bird's a bowl of ham. Nah, that's not right. No. Close enough.
Thank you.